Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful podcast, where we go from chaos to confirmation, confusion to clarity, and self-conscious to confident when building your online business using your God-given strengths. I'm Jennifer Emanuel, and inside we're creating full-time fulfilling income in a way that feels great to our souls. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to Graceful and Graceful. It's Jennifer, and today we're going to be continuing on with season four. I have um, dedicated this year to to getting some better thought processes and action behind moving from part-time income with your part-time business to full-time income with the part-time hours and really giving you some 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 ideas that are actionable and that will not only help you in business but also keeping God first and and relying on him for business growth Every week, I like to say hi to those people that have been listening from across the world to Gracefield and Graceful. All right, hello to the different countries. We've got America, hooray. <laughs> In America, we have uh, the past couple of weeks, we have Dallas, Clarkston, Michigan. We have Brentwood, California, Chicago, Illinois, Palm Harbor, Florida. Thank you so much for giving us a quick listen. Uh, United Kingdom, we have Carlisle, Cumbria. And then Vietnam, we have... Ho Chi Minh City. So thanks for being a part of the Graceful and Graceful Online Growth Podcast. I'm filming the Answering the Call course. And so I know that I talked about it in depth there. I, don't, I think I just mentioned it on the podcast, the idea of know and go. And we know that success is in the obedience of, of the answer and in, in doing what he's called us to do. But as humans and as sheep, we... <laughs> We kind of muddle things up sometimes. Why don't we get into the go more quickly? And really, in all honesty, the only reason why we shouldn't get into go quickly is is if God didn't tell us to go. So as we are building this relationship with him and trusting him more and focused on his faithfulness and the promises that he has made and the things that we know about us because of him and the things we know about him because of the Bible, all of this comes into play. Let's talk about what kind of things keep us from getting into the go. So if God has given us the go to go and we don't, what are some of the things that are, are keeping us from that, that forward motion? Uh, I think that, um, and you hear it all the time, I think that being distracted is definitely one of those things that keep us from moving into the go. We have so many things going on in our brain, and unless you have some great um you have the gifting of being able to simplify, prioritize, eliminate, delegate, um, choose to do things that keep you undistracted. Um, and those choices you have to do over and over again because you don't know how many times I've deleted my social media apps from my phone and they keep coming back and I have to delete them again. <laughs> it, it's a it's a constant battle. And so um, for distraction, I, of course, the first and foremost, what we need to do is pray about it. And secondly, be ready to take a deep breath every morning and wage war against it because it will be coming. It will not be coming from the Lord. It will be coming from the enemy. And this is where we need to put on our full armor of God and helping us to stay away from distractions. Just on the practical, practical front, um, I find that putting my phone in a room and charging it and not having it on me while I'm at home helps me to not be distracted. Also, if I wanted, you know, you ever run like into some time where before one thing starts and the next thing starts, you have like a lull. And it's so easy to pull out the phone and and scroll and swipe and buy <laughs> and, and look and research and blah, blah, blah. And 
just that constant fast reward of hitting a button button and getting what you want, whether it be buying something or just changing the screen, what you're looking at, can lead to to just your brain liking that the, that quick distraction. And so I have uh, gone to the library. I'm doing a lot of research right now on on different things. From ADHD to gardening to um, health-related stuff to, yeah. Um, And when I have a minute, I have to tell myself it is okay to start to read a book without feeling like I'm going to be distracted. Because for some reason, when I get the book, I'm like, okay, I want to read this book. But I don't want to read it right now because somebody's going to interrupt me and I don't like to be interrupted. You know, I won't be able to focus. I'll have to read the same thing over and over again. But you know what? Is it worth it to put something in front of my eyes that's true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. And you know what? If I'm in, if I am um, interrupted, I'm interrupted. But it's going to be healthier for me to have a book or a good magazine or something for me to actually read, a physical thing to read. I really believe that that will help us with our distraction levels. Also, exercise will help us with being distracted. Eating right foods will help us from being distracted. Um, but first and foremost, that quiet time, if you want to do meditation or prayer time, I think that is going to be the first thing that we go to for that. All right, the next thing that keeps us from getting into the go when God has told us to go is fear. Is fear. My husband was reading a book the other day from for me, and he was talking about the opposite of of God or good is not evil, it is fear. And uh, once again, I'll refer to that tool that I, I talk about all the time about what it's like to hear from God versus what it's like to hear from the devil. If you're feeling fear of any sort, it is not from from God. And so I want to flip that around and say, you know what, if God has asked me to do this and I'm feeling fear about it, the the devil must be like really wanting to deter me from doing this, right? So that makes me want to do it even more. Um, and really the only way through fear in, you know, in taking all the things that God has told us about fear, fear is not supposed to stop us from doing things. It is supposed to help us rely on him even more and that we are weak, he is strong, and that the way for fear to completely dissipate and fall the illusion of whatever things we're afraid of to fall to the wayside is just to do it. Just to do it. All right, another reason why we tend to get stuck and not go when God says go is um, analysis paralysis, or I've heard people say paralysis of analysis. But anyways, it's keeping you stuck because you're going to need a little bit more information. I'm going to need to research this real quick, which leads to this, which leads to that, which leads to fear, which leads to distraction, which is you get stuck in the wanting to know more. And as somebody that loves information and loves details and loves research and loves learning, this has been extremely difficult for me to get past. And I, um, I, you know, at first you kind of had to, you called it something else that, that, um, you weren't ready to do whatever it was that you've been asked to do. You weren't ready, not ready yet. I'll know when I'm ready. I'm like, no, I'm not ready yet. And you start to realize you're not getting to where it is that you've been asked to go. And then you realize I'm the problem. <laughs> and then there's all kinds of other things that you go through with the, okay, I know I'm the problem, but I'm still scared. Okay, I know I need to do this, but I'm scared. Okay, I did it. I did it. It wasn't as bad. But now you're dealing with a habit that you have probably had 
forever because you were analytical. The people that don't have problems with analytical things are not analytical people. <laughs> and so, although this is a strength of yours and God has given it to you um, easily, strengths can turn into weaknesses if we rely too many, too much on them and not enough on Him. And so I did get to the point where I realized like, you know what, I could research this for 50 more years and it's not going to get me where I've been asked to go. And so um, I'm much easy, it's much easier for me now um, after realizing it, choosing to let it go and get into movement regardless if I quote unquote feel if I'm ready. Which leads us to the next one. When I get ready, I'll do it. We're talking more about that. It's such a self-preservation, fear-based place. The when I'm when I get ready, I'll do it. Um, procrastination, procrastination is just fear as well. Um, perfection, perfection is just fear as well. When I get ready, I think mm, the things that have not been done for the kingdom because we weren't ready. Because I'll do it tomorrow. Because I'll do it when I have kids. I'll do it when the kids are in school. I'll do it when the kids get older. I'll do it when the kids get out of school. It's it's a constant. Things aren't right. Things aren't perfect. And we can easily go to the Bible and see lots of stories of people getting into the motion that God has asked them to get into, even if they weren't ready, or even if they kept failing, or even if they you know, had Jesus with them and they saw him and lived with him. <laughs> they saw what he did and still they had little faith and still they had fear. It's the simplicity of knowing and then going. And the 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 you factor, the ego does not, it's so hard. It does not play a role in the knowing to going. And talking about perfection, because that is something that um, that does hold us back as well, can slow us down immeasurably, is the idea of instead of ready, aim, fire, flipping that to ready, fire, aim, in that you're taking away all of the perfectionism and all the I'll wait till I get ready and all of the analysis paralysis in the aim section and focusing on what matters most, the taking the action section. So ready, I got my stuff, let's go, fire. And then when you're walking down the path and you realize, oh, I'm off the path, I'll just turn and get back on the path. That is going to get you so much farther down to where he has asked you to go versus waiting to get started to go. That the aiming part can be adjusted once you fire. Otherwise, as humans, we're going to take way too long and maybe not even get to the firing at all if we're aiming. Remember, we had talked about sheep and shepherds and, you know, we'll hear his voice. It'll be okay. He'll get us back onto the path. It's not that we have to stay on the path the whole time because we're not perfect. We are dumb sheep. (laughs) We are sheep and we will stray. However, we have the shepherd that will get us back to the path. And the one thing that kept coming in mind in, in talking about this section was that all things work for those for the good of those who love him. So in Paul's words in Romans 8.28, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So you know what? We, we make a mistake. We ready, we fire, we misfired. We got a little off mark. We wandered off the path because we saw something shiny. We procrastinated a long time. We succumb to our fears. You know what? Those things were there to teach us. And once we learn the lesson, we can move on. 
But the whole time, God is with us and God will keep us. Uh, Whether we're on the path or not, the idea is to be moving toward what he has called us to do. And as always, all of the things that we build our decisions on and our, our obedience on, besides it, besides God, besides Jesus, is sinking sand. The foundation will not hold. It will crumble over and over and over again. It is the rock that we build things on, the rock that we build our relationship on, the rock that we build our families on, the rock that we build our businesses on. That is the only way to have a solid foundation and structure and growth. And it's in that joy, that joyful, it's in that, that we will find the joy and the satisfaction and the fulfillment in waking up each day and moving forward in answering the call and being successful in the obedience that he has asked us to do. Now, this season, I have promised that I'm going to have some guest speakers, and I'm excited to let you know that I'm going to be meeting with one of them tomorrow, and it's somebody I really highly look up to in the online business world, and she's going to cover uh, some information about podcasting. And you all probably know how um, my journey has been um, filtered through the lenses of all kinds of quote-unquote gurus in following what they teach and seeing um, disappointment, frustration, misalignment as far as it goes with social media. And I don't think that, you know, nobody should build a business on social media, but if you have been asked to build a business but not include social media, then we got to follow that, right? And so uh, I'm, I'm excited to, um, to have her speak to us next week. So for today, here we are wrapping up. I hope that you um, got something from today. If you did, I would love to hear from you. Seriously, email me. I will email you back and, and um, see what you're all about and, and, and encourage you as much as I possibly can. Here is to a great week, a great weekend, and I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Bye-bye.